Welcome to Episode 4 of Be Positive. I'm Brian Prowitz. In this episode, Be Positive leaves Roseburg for the first time in order to find our source of inspiration. It comes from jewelry marketing veteran Michael Bewley in Edmonds, Washington. In 2009, in the midst of the recession, Michael produced the poster that is hung in the windows of several businesses around Roseburg for the past six years. That poster and its positive message came to mind as I thought about what I could do to encourage and inspire people around me. It pretty much sums up the goal of Be Positive. The first three episodes of Be Positive tell you all about the poster and the people who have had it on display. In episode three, Frank Bartley, the owner of Hanson Jewelers in Roseburg, introduces me to Michael. It took about two emails before Michael and I connected via Skype and started talking about all things positive. Hi. Hey, good to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you too. I didn't expect to find you so quickly and be able to pull this off today, so I'm really happy about that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I uh, started this little experiment here a few weeks ago, and it's been a big success. And people are excited about the positive message that your poster has started, and so it was only natural at some point I knew whoever created this great poster I would want to get in touch with the question was would I need to go somewhere to find this person or be able to connect with them this way so I'm pretty relieved that it's gonna work out like this so good good tell me about your business jewelry ads that work I work with independent jewelers around the country I've got a few hundred that uh, I provide all kinds of stuff radio print billboards TV Posters, lots and lots of posters, but that's it. Yeah, Frank Hansen is, uh, or Bartley at Hansen Jewelers is one of the jewelers I've, I work with. He's been with me for quite a long time, he and Jerry. So I've got a lot of really cool men and women that I get to work with around the country, and uh, that poster came from an ad I did as a print ad, probably did in 2005, 2006, seven somewhere in there. I don't know what prompted me back then. I mean, this goes back a few years. I don't know what prompted me to... Uh, turn it into a poster, but I did. And uh, I gave it away, you know, to jewelers. I just said, if you want one of these, you can have one. I thought it was sort of a cool message. And some jewelers put it up. And then I had a, a few uh, call up and say, hey, we've got other businesses asking if they can get one to put up in their windows. And I'd have jewelers ask for five, sometimes 10 or 20. I had one jeweler ask for like 40 or 50. One jeweler in California uh, asked for 150. Anyway, so I, uh, you know, I, I kept putting the word out there. Just, you know, if you want one for yourself, it's free. If you want to give them away to other other businesses, I said, you know, I'll charge you five bucks a poster. Yeah, probably over, well, I don't know, maybe over a two or three year period. I probably, I'm sure I printed, sent out over a thousand of them. It just happened to strike a chord. Where it came from, I guess it came from where all ideas come from, which is not you know they, they all come through me not not from me sure and yeah so uh, that was very gratifying to see what you know what happened with it over the years yeah well what I noticed was that the copyright was 2009 on the poster I saw yeah. at, at yeah. Uh, Tim's place at Roseburg rental and since you've listened to the podcast you know the path that this has followed and I keep running into people that have this incredible positive attitude it was catching and if you think about it in 2009 things weren't so great I mean this was a bit of a declaration people were making to say this is a choice I'm gonna make to be positive you know that that has to be first of all gratifying for you because it caught on that way but in the face of that recessionary sort of 
self-preservation that people go into, this poster comes out of that time. I'm fascinated by that. It was uh, it was a tough time, you know, because things sort of went in the tank, you know, in 2008 for independent jewelers as well as for a lot of independent businesses. I mean, it was tough going for several years. And uh, so it's interesting that the posters stay up today, uh, you know, that they're apparently still up there. Um, I think the message is, I mean, there's always, you know, you just have to read the paper, watch TV, you know, and it's, there's plenty of bad news. That's about all it is. Yeah. And uh, so I I think, you know, I get the best way I look at, you know, the stuff that I write just in general, you know, put stuff that, that touches people in a way that, that uh, lifts them up, you know, makes them feel something good, warm, laugh, uh, feel appreciated, uh, feel kindness toward other people, uh, as well as toward themselves and uh it's just, it's always interesting. I mean, to me, I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years and I've written, you know, thousands of things. And uh, it's sort of an astonishing thing that, that the impact a few words on a piece of paper can make. Uh, or it could be in a TV spot. It could be on a billboard. It could be, you know, in a radio spot. Sure. Um, so, you know, for each of us, yeah, you know, to choose words that I think... I always look at it come from a place of love. They come from a place of kindness, you know, for ourselves and toward others. Um, I think that is, uh, if you know, I, I mean, we all want to change the world. I think in some ways, I, I don't really know if there's a better way than to simply express kindness to people as best as we can, as often as we can. And you know, what's interesting. You take a little sign like that; it could just as easy be a blank window. But instead, there's something up there that stops people, that, that makes them think, makes them feel something, gets some kind of a reaction, and it's a, it's a good one. And uh, but we have that opportunity all the time, you know, just in interactions with people every day. You know, what we say, what we choose to say to people uh, or not. You know, to say a, a compliment to someone instead of instead of nothing, or instead of a, you know, sometimes we it, it's easier to be sarcastic or you know joke around with people instead of saying something you know just kind you know nice shoes nice hair nice glasses nice nice whatever right uh, I mean you know, we we you know I don't I don't know you know where where the world you know is going but but I do believe that you know if if we're probably to do much good in the world it's it's by being you know loving to you know to people it is interesting that you know we in business we don't use the word love very much but we should because business is nothing but relationships that are around a product or a service. But man, if we uh, free ourselves to do what we know how to do, which is just love people, um, it uh, it makes it a lot more fun. <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, you know it's, you're you're right in the wheelhouse of where Frank Bartley went with his conversation, and and this this inter interview is going to basically be the fourth episode of be positive and in the third episode of be positive it's about frank and then he tells me about you and about the poster and we get into frank's philosophy a little bit on why he's so positive and the way the way frank put it was i'm gonna i'm gonna deal with my customers as though it's always gonna come out in a positive way there's there's never the fear of any negativity and and to me that's sort of a, a loving attitude and a trusting attitude always assuming the best instead of assuming the worst and I think that makes Frank somewhat unique although he denies it he says there's plenty of positivity and and people like him in the world um, I'm 
I hope that's true because that would make this podcast go for a lot of years, you know. I'm always looking for people just like that, and it seems like you and he share sort of a kindred thought on that. Uh, so yeah. I can see why the two of you have been so successful for, for so many years together. Well, I mean, I think in the midst of some real tough times, you know, his business has grown and continued to grow. You know, it's that kind of a thing that it's very easy to look at the at the world, you know, to look out there and to see what's happening and quickly enough to get discouraged or get depressed. All the while, you know, I, I mean, I, I've long believed that you know, we were creative beings in the sense of our thoughts, our words have a, a creative power that most of us don't really appreciate. And so if we do assume the best in other people, you see the best in other people, see good in other people, man, they know it. You know, they sense it. And everybody wants to be around someone who sees them as special, sees them as important, sees them as, as beautiful and, you know, intelligent. So many businesses, so much advertising is so disparaging of people. You know, they, they, they talk down to people. Uh, it was... Uh, one of the advertising giants, you know, in, in history is David Ogilvy. He was back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. And he said one time a quote that I really loved. He said, uh, the consumer is not a moron. She's your wife. Right? In, in other words, talk with respect to people. You know, oh, my gosh, these are good people just like you and me. Uh, no, Frank, is there a, I get to work with a lot of really, really cool people. And Frank and Jerry are really, they really are beautiful people. And I'm very fortunate that, that I, you know, and, and all the jewelers I work with around the country, these are good, hardworking, loving people that really care about their customers. And again, I, I, always, I always speak in, I like to speak in terms of love because I think, you know, when we talk about giving good customer service, it's, it sounds sort of abstract, but, you know, if I say to you, if I say, you know, just go love people, right? We know how to do that, right? We know how to greet somebody enthusiastically. We know how to be excited to see somebody. We know how to, we know how to love people. But when, when we're not really thinking in terms of, hey, just go love them, uh, instead we think of let's go serve them, well, just go love them. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a lot easier. It's, you know, and it feels good, right? I mean, it feels good to, to do kind things for people, to love people. And, and everybody's hungry for that. Yeah. Everybody's hungry for it. Yeah, so I, I uh, you know, Frank is a, uh, he's a, uh, a wonderful, he's just a wonderful man. And, and these things come from, from his heart. You know, his business continues to grow. You know, and I know it's because he's he's excited to see people, and people, you know, that's a magnet. You know, it's like just I always say, you know, if we just greeted people and treated people like dogs treat, you know, us, they would be excited every time they walk in the door, right? The dogs run up to you, they lick you. They, I mean, you could be gone for fifteen minutes, right? They go crazy. It's like, man, if we could just love people like the dog, like dogs love us. We pretty much have our world taken care of. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, they love you unconditionally, too, and uh, humans aren't so good at that, you know. Um, so uh, Michael Bewley is the uh, source behind the poster that started this podcast, uh, and he is at uh, jewelryadsthatwork.com, which, by the way, I liked your website quite a bit. Thank you. Um, you, you touched on... You touched on serving people and loving people that way. You know, I, I've heard it recently said by some people that fancy themselves as being pretty good entrepreneurs and business people who say, 
doing the right thing most of the time is also the most profitable. Do you agree with that? Well, you know, I mean, it, it's, I think it's an important and it's a good question. I mean, I, everybody, we all need to make a dollar. You know, we all need to put bread on the table. There's just so much emphasis on, on growth, on, you know, on profit. Sometimes we, we lose sight. You know, it's like enjoy the ride. You know, it's uh, love people along the way. Maybe at the end you have all the money that you hoped. Maybe you don't, you know. But but if you if you genuinely did love people, um, then I think you can you look back and you can uh, you can you know close your eyes for the final time with some peace. Um, we all could do better. You know, we all could probably make more money mm -hmm. if we did things differently. There's there's plenty of mentors out there for that if you want that how to maximize this how to maximize that, but you know it's uh you know in a lot of ways you know let our heart be the guide. Mm -hmm. They say the heart you know it, it, I mean it's its own energy field its own electrical field that is you know many times greater than the brain. You know we we there's plenty of people that talk about our heart following our heart, but there's reason why we should follow our heart. It's it's a source of intelligence, and uh, often we follow the brain. You know, before we follow the heart, there's a balance in there. But uh, well, we're but, touching on something else that I keep wanting to bring up. Uh, faith is a big deal to me, and and I've asked each of the people that I've interviewed so far about faith in business. Now, I don't ask you that question because I want your faith to look like mine. I mean, in business and kind of what we're talking about here. I mean, you're talking about kind of almost a spiritual level of things happening. You know, and. So what about faith in business and how important it is to have faith? If I pose that to you, what do you think? Well, I mean, you know, you get into the question of faith can go in, in many different ways. You know, I mean, people sometimes in terms they think of faith, they think of, of course, a religion. They think of, a, you know, a certain, uh, whether it's Christian, it's, it's uh, you know, there are many, many different, you know, branches of Christianity, you know, is it, is it, Muslim is it you know there's all kinds of different religious I guess beliefs I think there is you know I don't know what God is you know I I, uh, I don't know that anybody really should be able to claim knowing what God is if there is an intelligence that created us and created all of this if there is you know if there is that kind of an intelligence that's a pretty massive intelligence and uh, you know far far beyond our understanding do I believe that there is a force that that guides us if we are open to it I, I do believe that yeah I think that it is not always it's not always uh, many times it's not apparent to us what's happening you know I, I think many of us have had dark times you know where we don't know that you know we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and somehow Sometimes all you can do is, is hang on, you know, and you just keep going. So far, uh, the light, you know, keeps showing up <laughs> when it sometimes is, you know, it doesn't seem that it's there. Uh, I think that we are very, we are extremely blessed. We are, you know, we are very fortunate. Those of us who have the opportunity to be in a position that maybe Frank is in or you are in or I am in, I, you know, I didn't give myself my intelligence. I didn't give myself my drive. I didn't give myself my family. That's where, you know how I grew up. To me, whatever success we have, 
as a gift, you know, and, uh, you know, to give thanks and find ways to give, you know, let go more, you know, let go of holding on to stuff more and gathering more for ourselves. I mean, we need to take care of ourselves, but, but man, you know, if we, at the end of the ride, you know, we haven't, again, I'd look at it, we haven't really loved, then, you know, we probably missed, you know, some of the real joy in the whole deal. So I do have faith, you know, I'm not sure what that faith is in, but I absolutely do believe it. You know, there's a, there's a guiding force. Yeah. Uh, it does not protect us from hard times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those come, right? We all know that. Right. Exactly. We, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, um, I'm not sure you were prepared to get into this deep conversation as we started talking about posters, about jewelry ads, but uh, that's kind of the direction I like to go with things. Can I ask you a question, Brian? Sure. How did, how did you get to this you know, starting what you're starting. I mean, where, where has this originated from? Uh, I have been in radio for 25 years before I left in November of 2013 to take a marketing job. I still have a broadcast itch to scratch. Uh, somebody asked me, well, what do you really want to do? What do you want to do? And it isn't that I don't want to do my current job. Don't get me wrong. But if I could just start with a blank screen, a blank page what i would want to do is inspire people i would like to make a difference if there's one thing i miss from the radio station it, it is being able to be part of a cause so if a house burned down at christmas i could go on the air and say hey let's get stuff together for this family a friend of mine is dying of cancer i shaved my head i raised a bunch of money in support for his family um the soldiers came home from iraq in 2004 and i got to be the cheerleader at the front of the parade route and things like that I, I enjoy most. So I started to think I would like to make a difference. And I started to think about the best way to do that. And all of a sudden it occurred to me that I could do podcasting. And it was freeing in a lot of ways because there are no boundaries. There's no boundaries on the number of people that can hear this podcast. There's no boundary to what can be said. You know, we're not being watched by the FCC. And... I got very excited about it. And so then it was, okay, I want to do something positive. And I thought of your poster in Tim Allen's window. And I knew I saw it at Chuck's Texaco's place, too. I started thinking about examples of people who absolutely ignore the negative and choose to be positive in my little neck of the woods. And I've got a pretty good list of people, actually, that I can get to and talk to. But when I thought about that poster, and I hadn't thought about that poster for years, I just remembered it being in Tim's window, I thought, I'm going to start with that poster, I want to talk to Tim about why he's so positive and see where it goes, and as I was talking to him and he said that he saw it at Chuck's Texaco, then I thought, okay, I could follow this poster upstream and it would create a thread for these podcasts, and I don't know where it'll lead. So here I am talking to you. This is the first time we've had a chance to actually talk and sort of meet. And I feel like that would be interesting to people. Hopefully, people who hear this will be inspired by something they hear or pick up on something that is said by one of the people I talk to. And maybe it'll make them be a little bit more positive or look at life in a better way and inspire somebody else and so on and so on. So what's really been great is that people are hungry for, you said it earlier, they're hungry for something other than the bad news we get all the time. So I think people, and I think advertisers, 
are going to be attracted to something like this because there's really nothing else like it out there because of all the negative in the mainstream. No, it's, it's fascinating because it's because that I mean that's clearly an act of faith, right? Where you you just you have an idea you don't know you can't know where it's going to go. You don't need to know where it's going to go. I think sometimes we make the mistake of going. I don't know where it's going to go, and I don't where, wherever I think I might want it to go. I don't know how to get there, and so we get hung up on how. And, and we, we doubt sometimes the, whatever the idea, sometimes it's just a very small idea in our, in our mind. But, but it's, a, you know, you're, what you are doing is, a, it's a, to me, it's a beautiful example of, of, of trusting, of, of just going forward and seeing what happens, right? Talk to people and see what happens and see where it leads. Where does this lead next? And where does, and wait, we have no idea, right? It, it's like a, the trail is, is, is being, it, it, the trail is, is unfolding right in front of us, right? We take a step. We don't know where the next step goes, but take another step. It seems to be a step. And that's true for any, it's almost any path we follow in this life. And so, I mean, because, you know, even as we're talking here, I'm going, well, look, I've got a few hundred jewelers that I have, you know, that I have an email group with, you know, that I send out stuff to all the time. You know, I'll take this link, you know, you for your podcast and I'll, you know, and I'll say, hey, you know, yeah, Frank will be on there. I'll be on there. But this might be a really cool thing for you to follow. Um, and, 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 but it, again, it, it's that kind of a thing, like you say, is, is it, it doing the right thing, doing what your passion is, following your heart, you know, some combination of those things. I don't know. Sometimes we try to, you know, put words on it that aren't really necessarily the right words, but it's, it's just do, obviously it, it excites you. Right. I mean, that's what's really cool. I mean, it's, it's you clearly have a passion for this. Oh, my gosh. You know, if the more any of us, you know, can help anybody to think again, you know, whether we call it positive, to think kindly, to trust all of those things that are the antithesis of so much of the news and so much of the rest of the world that causes us to doubt and worry and be afraid. It, I mean, years, this is, years ago, I mean, this is probably 11 years ago, I, I quit. I used to watch all the talk shows, you know, on TV and radio and listen to them all. Just get me mad, you know, and worried and angry. And I vowed back in 2004, I said, never again. Hmm. After, at just just after the election in 2004, and I never have, you know, 11 years later, um, and I have no desire to because that stuff is is toxic, you know. It uh, we need to stay, if anything, stay in a place really of just love and kindness and gentleness, mm -hmm. you know, toward people, toward ourselves, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, anything that I think causes us to be kind to other people is uh, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited for you, you know, where you're going with this. I think it's really cool. Okay, well, uh, thank because, you. Yeah, you had an idea, so here we are talking. Yeah, I, I love that. Who would you recommend I call up and talk to next? <laughs> oh, my sister See, Mary Louise. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, three years older than me. Mary is a very, very big believer in, as she calls it, positivity. Yeah? And she is... Uh, if there was a single influence in my life from when I was young, even to this day, you know, that it, it, uh, it, it was and it is Mary Louise. She is a, a petite, so, you know, I don't know, she's five foot one, maybe 90 pounds, uh, professor at the University of Wisconsin, and she is an absolute, just a beautiful, beautiful person. Uh, yeah, so encouraging, so kind, touches so many lives, you know, in so many ways. Um, I, I just have always counted myself fortunate to have her as a friend as well as a sister. But if, if I mean, I know many, 
I could recommend many wonderful people that it would be a joy to talk to. But when you said, you know, one, yeah, she's, she's the first. First yeah. person right off the top of your head. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. See, that's yeah. perfect. And then where this whole thing goes, I mean, who knows who Mary Louise knows, who who she would suggest oh, would be the person, right? It's exciting. I mean, you, I mean, you I can, goosebumps. I mean, I have a get goosebumps talking about it, thinking about it all. That's <laughs> exciting. See, I love that. It, honestly... Who knows who I'm going to wind up talking to on this thing, right? Because you never know who somebody else is going to know. Well, you know what's cool, too? Even what you're doing with me, you know, you're listening to me. When we listen to anybody, I I think it's one of the truly loving acts in the world. Because most of us don't have anybody who actually listens to us. It's, you know, it's a rare thing. And, uh, you know, many of us are, are happy to talk, and that's understandable, and most of us are not really that good at listening. And uh, uh, But, but uh, to, to listen to someone, whoever they are, could be the bum on the street, you know, it could be the President of the United States, somehow it, it touches people, I think, in ways that nothing else does. We can give people gifts, we can do all kinds of things, but, but I think probably listening to someone, truly listening, is is. Maybe it's the greatest way that we can love anybody, and and uh, uh, we all, myself included, you know, can do a better job at that. Um, but no, so what you do, I mean, because what I'm thinking, you know, is you listen to people, you ask people questions. You, it, to me, that's that's a very loving act, and and that and love changes people. You know, it changes us in the loving, and it changes the person being loved, being heard. It changes that person, um, and so you know, as you have listened to me. It's, you know, I mean, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's changed me. It's had an impact on me. And uh, so that's a, it is a really, really wonderful gift that you are giving to a lot of people, whether it's Frank or it's Tim or all all the people that, you know, that lie ahead that you'll talk to. Um, It's a, uh, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I mean, you're, uh, you're, you're going to touch a lot of lives in some really beautiful ways. So I'm really excited for you and what you're doing. That's encouraging. Thank you very much for that. And what happens sometimes when you have an idea and you begin to explore that idea and then it, 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 Literally, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about sort of an exponential explosion in all directions of the number of people that could be touched by what you're talking about. And then and it just it confirms yeah. the concept. And you go, okay, yeah. I really am onto something great here. And it isn't about me being onto something great. What I love is, and you talked about it earlier, is it's serving people because my my true honest hope on this whole thing is that Somebody who otherwise would not have been inspired by anything would catch something that gets said in this vehicle that I'm being a part of that's a wonderful opportunity, and it changes their way of thinking. Or they pick up one line you say or a word you say or a phrase one of us uses, and they stop and they go, you know what, I I can change, I can be better. Or I can go out and do something that is an expression of love it's the starfish story, you know, the little boy on the beach throwing starfish back out into the ocean. And the and the beach is just littered with millions of them. And somebody comes up to the little boy and says, what are you doing? I'm throwing starfish back into the ocean. And the person says, well, there's a million of them here. You're never going to get them all. You can't make a difference. And he looks at the one starfish and he goes, well, I just made a difference for this one. And throws it out in the ocean. That's driving this and to to have the encouragement that you just gave me means a lot the encouragement that we've gotten from 
other people in the community is fantastic, and I hope that lots and lots of people hear it, but for the right reason, you know. Mm-hmm. Doing the yeah. right thing, I guess. Coming back full yeah. circle. So oh, I'd love to see this, you know, take off because yeah, it, it is. It's you know the the bad news is so toxic, you know, to everything, and you know all the while if we can uh, not just see positive in the sense of you know a, a naive kind of you know everything's going to be fine and I'm just going to trust it. I mean, you got to work your ass off, right? Like yeah, like you were saying, you know, sometimes a phrase, a word, a comment. Man, just a moment can change the direction of somebody's life. Yeah, the more of this stuff, the merrier. So next up, following the advice of Michael Bewley, we'll be talking to his sister, Mary Louise, at the University of Wisconsin. We're taking Michael's word that Mary Louise will continue the chain of positivity and keep the Be Positive podcast positive. The Be Positive Podcast is a production of BP Media. Our theme song was written and performed by Kent Rochester. Find Be Positive on iTunes. Give me a review, please. If you like what you hear, favorite it. So whatever this positive movement is can spread to more people. I'm Brian Prowitz. Thanks for listening. And above all else, be positive. Be positive.